Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. It's Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. We are continuing the conversation on pivoting, considering we all have had to pivot in some way this year. It only made sense that we just talked about it. So tonight I am talking to my friend, Miss Kimberly Whitfield. Hello. Yes, Kimberly is a mother. She is a U.S. Air Force veteran and an entrepreneur. Her passion is to provide financial education that provides economic empowerment and self-development. So as a district director of MWR Financial, she gets to empower people every single day on a regular basis. Kimberly also serves as the director of operations for a leading consultancy firm that focuses on helping government agencies improve capabilities, eliminate efficiencies, and simplify their processes across accounting, management, and technology functions. Kimberly holds a BS in management and is the author of an ebook titled The Power of P, Get Your Man Out the Gutters, called Pieces to Prosperity, okay? So, Kim, help me remember our first connection because I believe, I want to say it was in a Facebook group. It was. It was. I, I'm a serial entrepreneur, you know, and one of the, my very first ventures of me stepping out was becoming a virtual assistant. And yeah. so we were in a group together and it was just something about you and, and the things that you were providing in that group. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to reach out to her and see what she says. And I would say that the fact that I actually did that and you responded was it was meant to be one because the value that you provided to me as a virtual assistant starting off and even uh, helped me along the way into my other business ventures I'm doing right now, you are definitely a godsend and you know what you're doing. So. <laughs> and I just loved you to pieces because I loved your energy when you reached out. I remember my husband and I, you told me you lived in Vegas and I was like, that is one of my favorite places. And so my husband and I end up coming down to Vegas. I can't remember what we were there. I think we were down there because he was doing something with the union or whatever. Yep, yep. Yeah, he had meetings or something with his job. And I was just down there like, oh, well, then I'm going to go work at the hotel room and be in yep. Vegas so I could chill, right? And I was like, oh, come in Vegas. Let me call her. My mom is always like, you, you always make your friends in all these different places. People you ain't never met talking about going to meet somebody. I'll be like, it's okay. It all worked out for the good. As long as somebody know my location, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and we end up having lunch and we had such a great time yes, just like yes. chatting, getting to know each other personally. It's like we knew each other forever. Yes. And I was like, oh, we friend friends now. And so <laughs> when you was like, I'm going to be moving to your area, I was like, ma'am, what? Yep. And then we didn't ever get a chance to hook up. I was I know. like, How we, we saw each other in the parking lot one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is some fool 
change this. So we're going to definitely have to figure out how to change that before the end of the year, even though, yes, you know, ma'am. now I moved on to another state. But that's OK, because just today I was like, where I'm going, I'm going to be on the move. It's so now that I know it's back, I got somewhere to go. Once again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm happy. I love having my friends in other states because I'll be like, I'm going to be back. I'm going to um, visit. I'll be back in a week. Yeah, you know, you're welcome anytime. Yay! So let's jump in because I am super excited to hear what you have to share tonight. And because, you know, we're talking about pivoting and shifting and changing at critical points in our lives, I know that you have had a lot of things that you have dealt with just from our own personal conversations. And then even just helping people with money, I'm like super interested in hearing about like what are some of the things that have happened that you've seen people had to learn to shift from. So just to kind of kick us off, was there a pivotal moment in your life where you just knew if I don't pivot right now, it's probably yeah. not going to be for my good. So tell um, me about that. The most impactful pivot that I had to make in my life was when I realized the life that I was living, married was not the best situation for me to be in. And so having to make that decision as hard as it was, I knew it was the right thing to do. And so having to go through the divorce of, you know, at the age that I was at, you know, being with somebody for as long as you've been with them and building so much together with them, you have to make that pivot, you know, (laughs) and Uh, it's not an easy pivot to make. But if you keep doing those same things that you were doing in the past, Gwendolyn, and your direction is supposed to be going this way, it's not going to work out. I don't care how long you keep going this way and you're supposed to be going this way. It's not going to work out. Let me tell you What's that? I done had to get my glass of wine, honey, because look, y'all know pivoting and shifting and changing be stressing the sister out sometimes. And Kimberly is talking about some stuff. So we am take a little step. And and I'll say this while you're taking your step. (laughs) Even though that pivot was necessary, it doesn't have to be bad. Mm, it does not have to be bad and you know even to this day we didn't work out as husband and wife but we're the best of friends today and I know it sounds crazy because you're supposed to be your friend with your your husband and wife you know but the situation and how it led up to where we are again that pivot was necessary for us to be friends today but you know that makes perfect sense because I was actually just reading literally Mm-hmm. scrolling down my timeline on Facebook, my Facebook timeline been lit lately for some strange reason. <laughs> but there was a young lady who had a series of like posts and she was talking about this very same thing. And she was saying how you may like when you break up with somebody and then you see this other person with somebody and now they're doing all the things that you were trying to get them to do with you and being the person that you wanted them to be with you. But now they're doing that with the other person doesn't necessarily mean that you were a bad person or that you weren't valuable or anything like that. It just means that you were two right people. You just weren't right together. And I was like, that is such a great and adult way to look at things. Absolutely. And I think if we took more of that perspective of saying, you know what, maybe this just isn't my thing anymore. Maybe this isn't our thing anymore doesn't mean that we can't be that with somebody else. And even with that, Gwendolyn, maybe I was the the conduit for you to become that person. Mm, I love that. 
And, and, I, and I really believe that that was the situation for him and I was he needed to see certain things. And then the separation of us is what kicked it in for him. Mm. So now, like I said, we're the best of friends now, but moving forward, whoever he ends up with, whoever that is, she's getting the best version of somebody. And I'm, I'm happy for that. I was going to say, but that isn't, shouldn't we be happy about that? And I know that sounds crazy, right? Because typically, and I'll even say for myself in younger years, you would be like, but well, I put in all this time and I did, right. uh, and, uh, right. and it's like, right. Whatever. Right. Like we're all women. We're all human. We're going to go through a series of relationships and life experiences and things before we become who we want to become anyway. Absolutely. And so why not be happy for him and whoever this new person is? Because then that means your new person is coming as well. And yep. you can be happy in that. So, girl, this is this real grown-up talk. I didn't even know the conversation was going to take this route. Child, you I mean, you know, and so we have, a, we have a, a teenage son together, right? And we co-parent amazingly. So much that my teenage son lives with him because that's what he needed for him to be the man that I need him to be when he grows up. You know, and so, again, that's another pivot for me because... You know how much my baby, my <laughs> but I had to make a decision of this is not about me. It's not about me and what's best for me. It's best for everybody. And my son needed to be there just as much as my ex-husband needed my son to be there for him. So when I tell you, you got to go with the direction of the way you're supposed to go and not how you envisioned it, you better go with it. Child, so as you say, <laughs> and, and 2020 has probably taught us this, that Sometimes we're going to have to be okay with the fact that what we had saw in our head and what we had planned out and thought and envisioned is not necessarily what's going to happen, nor is it necessarily the best thing for us, right? Because Maybe it's the plan. If you had stuck to that vision in your head mm-hmm. of what you wanted it to be, you probably never would have made the move that yeah. you needed to make that was the best for you and your son, actually, that turns out. I, I have to, and this is what made me okay with everything, that there's always a plan. It may not be my plan. So that's what I go with. There's definitely a plan. It just may not be my plan. That's true. And again, we learn how to adapt, you know, change, shift, as yep. painful as it may be sometimes, yep. we, we, we figure out how to do it. So was there a time during, like, what have you seen during this pandemic as it relates to people's finances and how they have either successfully pivoted or failed to pivot? You know, this pandemic, and, and I just had a conversation with uh, my friend the other day about this. This is the one time that in our generation, we don't know what <laughs> to make of what's going on because we've never experienced it. We can't turn around and go and ask our you know, our great-great-grandparents, our grandparents, what did y'all do during the, the other pandemics? We don't have that ability, ability to do that. So now we're having to figure out what's going on on trial and error. Yeah. And with how everything is played out with businesses closing, Vegas is closing, <laughs> you know, you yeah, can't so even go to church anymore. So sad, ain't so. I mean, I mean, I mean, real when well, you got yeah, but yeah, Vegas, but they shut down. Yeah, they did. You got Vegas and churches closed at the same time. It's, it's real. real. It's, it's real. real. I, said, so, I, I said the same thing to my husband. I'm like, when you can't get up on Sunday morning to go to the church house and you can't go to the strip to gamble, 
Right. It's you real. know it's real. It's real. And NFL shut down right now. Mm. Baseball, basketball. So and true. if you think about it, college football right now, they just came out and said two conferences are not going to play this, this wow. school year. College football is huge. And if they're not doing that with the amount of money it brings in, what makes us think that we can do the same thing that we were doing prior to this oh, pandemic? That's from? good. What, that's you, good. You're going to have to make a change because everything else around you is changing. A that's lot of us, we're not prepared a lot of times for life in general. I was going to say, we weren't, were we really prepared pre-pandemic? No. So already not being prepared for something and then get hit with something like this, where you have millions of people who are not able to go to work still still can't go to work and we have no idea when when this is going to end no idea yeah there's no stop clock up there that says you know hey today all businesses are going to start back everybody that was unemployed furloughed whatever the case y'all can start coming back on one september we have no idea and so with that thought process we were already having some challenges before the pandemic financially Okay. They are 10 times worse now because of the social distancing, business closes, like all these different things. So as you said, I'm a, um, a member of MWR Financial as one of my home-based businesses. And that's what we talk about. We okay. talk about how do we overcome these four challenges that everybody in this country is facing, regardless of what your status is, if you are high, low, middle, doesn't matter. We all face the same challenges. It's just about what we have to overcome them. And for our community, a lot of times we don't have the information or the strategies to overcome them. True. Very true. And that's where, like I said, my passion is, is providing the education of those strategies that they've been doing a long time ago. They've been out there. The strategies have been out there. We just didn't know about them. So you said something that was super key. We Mm -hmm. can't continue to do now what we were doing before. Absolutely. So what does that look like? What are some things that we specifically should be looking at changing? My whole thing is everybody really should have a home-based business. And this is the reason why of some sort, even if it's not my business, I would love to have everybody join me. But my whole goal is you have to do something that's not allowing somebody else to dictate how much money you bring into your household. And if that's having a home-based business as a virtual assistant, or having a, a business like myself where it's MWR Financial, whatever the case is, you have to have something to where if they call you tomorrow and say, hey, you know what? We don't need you to come in because this is what's going on. You still got to be able to function. So you, you still have, have some sort of other stream. Absolutely. Coming in. Okay. Absolutely. And then outside of the income part, we got to do a lot better with our cash flow. And a lot of people think that cash flow and income is the same thing, and it's really not. Cash flow is really measured in time. Your income is measured in dollars. And just to help somebody out who doesn't quite get what I'm saying, if you and I, let's say you make $80,000 a year and I make $80,000 a year, but you're broke and then your expenses exceed to, let's say, $160,000, you only have six months of cash flow. After six months, you're not going to have any more money. I got the same 80000 but my expenses are only $40,000 a year. I have enough to sustain me between now, this year, and next year. Wow. 
So that cash flow is what's important. People think, oh, if I make more money, I make more money. That's going to be the It's not the answer. You got to expand your cash flow to make it last longer with the money that you already have. So how does a person expand their cash flow? Minimizing their taxes is the biggest thing. Okay. Taxes is really one of the things that people don't understand is our largest expense. And I'm not saying that don't pay your taxes. I'm not saying tax. <laughs> not saying that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. She is not by no means saying don't pay your taxes. You will not go telling Uncle Sam that you heard on mm-hmm. this here page talking mm-hmm. about some. They say no, 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 <laughs> no. Let's that's say it at all. I'm saying tax minimization, which means you pay your fair share of what you're supposed to pay in taxes and not overpay it. And so many people don't understand that, especially if they have a regular job, which is the W-2, that they're in the highest tax bracket. And so you're already spending a third of your income in that bracket to taxes. Whereas if you had a home-based business or of some sort and you had a 1099, that automatically reduces what tax category that you're in. So you can start writing off the things that you're already paying. That mortgage, the driving, your internet, cell phone, you're already paying those things. So why not make Uncle Sam pay for it? That's the first thing that you would do to expand your cash flow. Second thing is you got to minimize your debt. Right now, I think it was a trillion dollars since the pandemic. People are in debt. First time in history, $1 trillion in credit card debt. Because they've had, they had to shift because they didn't have enough cash flow. So they had to shift to using credit cards yep. for regular living expenses now. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Mm, so okay. the next thing is with inflation that's going on, inflation was already a problem. But because so many businesses were closed, so many businesses are now trying to make up for the money that they lost during that time frame. They're having to increase their prices. That's so true. So if it was already a problem before the pandemic and everything was going up, you got to think 10 times worse. Where do you, where do you have, the money that you're making is not going to go as far because the value of your dollar has just dropped even more. Right. Because this, got, that dollar is not stretching as far as it was before because everything costs more. And that is so true. Cause honey, I was in the stores and I was like, now nah, I know this laundry detergent was $2 less. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Don't act like y'all don't be in the store looking at these prices like what the, the shenanigans. I was like, now nah, I know this, this laundry dog was just $2 less a few weeks ago. What's what's going on? Look, and that's not just food. You got to think about health care is going to go up. Your daycare is going to go up. Rent for apartment complexes and everything around you sure is going to go up. Everything is going up. We was good when the gas was 99 cents because we couldn't drive anywhere. But you better believe <laughs> it's about to hit four or five dollars some places to make up for it. I mean, everything. So you have to find something that you can put your money on that's going to outpace inflation. Because you got to think about this too, Gwendolyn. That cost of living raise that we get. It's not enough. Not enough. It's not that enough. raise that you get. It, every has, year. it wasn't enough before the pandemic. Look, and I haven't yeah. been in corporate America for a good seven, eight years now. But I remember back then it wasn't enough. Y'all, I hope y'all got y'all notepads and y'all taking some notes because she she giving us some good stuff tonight. Girl, okay, so we got minimize our tax. Minimize. Minimize. Minimize your taxes. Right. Increase your cash flow. Mm-hmm. Reduce your debt. Mm-hmm. What else? 
the last one, the last challenge that we have is big business. Now, there's two sides to this because when we were pre-pandemic, there was something every single month that had us in the stores buying something. Every holiday, that's so true. 12 days, 12, 12 months out of the year, there was something, right? That's so true. Not to include birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, all this other stuff. Pandemic. <laughs> A lot of us don't realize, and we did what we were supposed to do. That's that's what the crazy part about this. We did what we were supposed to do. Oh, you got to start investing, get into four hundred one k's, do this, do that. Uh, we did that, but those same things that we were investing in in the stock market lost money because everything closed. So now you have to figure out something else other than just having your money in the stock market because even if you make up the money that you lost during that time frame. You've lost the compound interest while it was gone. So you made up. Let's say you lost $30,000. And I know people who lost $50,000, $60,000 during this time frame. And you got to think, they thought they were on the road to be able to retire this fast. Wow. $50,000, $60,000 gone. You can't retire right now. You, you're set back that much further because of big business. So those are the four challenges that we have that wow. is the very reason. You cannot keep doing what you've been doing. You just can't. Again, if Vegas and church <laughs> have to do something different, you gotta you gotta know that you have to do something as well. That's good. Whew. I hope y'all got that because that was some good stuff. And I was gonna ask her what would be her number one tip, but she just gave us four. So I'm gonna need y'all to make sure that you are looking at those things and looking at your life holistically so that you can really figure out where can I make these, and it can be tiny adjustments, right? Like, what are you using or what have you been paying for just over and over again that you probably haven't even really been using or that's not even really adding any value to your life? Like you start to look at things differently because I know for me, in terms of just talking about, you know, minimizing debt and expenses and things like that. Like I started to look holistically, what was I paying just in terms of communication stuff? You know, you got cell phones, you got house phone, you got cable, you got TV, which I hate paying. I'd be like, TV should be free. I don't understand why we got to pay for it, but whatever. That's another rant for another thing. <laughs> but looking at those things and it was like, why am I giving this place? This one company is getting like half four figures for me every year. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you start to think differently. Like I could be putting that over into a savings or something with it, making it earn a little bit of something on itself, but or keeping it in my pocket. Right. For, right. So, for some cash flow. And so you start to look at those things. What can I do? So you have to challenge yourself to go back and think, what do I need to be doing differently now? So that's your homework. Typically, I don't give homework on these shows, but I felt like homework was in my spirit. So y'all need some homework. <laughs> You're uh, like, <laughs> like, like, like. Yeah. And really think about where do you need to do those things? So maybe that means you need to reach out to an accountant or you need to reach out to somebody like him so that you can learn more about this whole tax thing because taxes can be scary, right? Like, girl. Let's yep. not even talk about it because you done got some of my SOS text messages. Why I, be like, yep, I have. It's <laughs> well, we got it fixed though. We got it. We fixed. did. We did. And we got it fixed good because, baby, I'm telling you, that tax bill, I was took my breath away. I was like, man, there ain't no way in the world that I should be on that much of taxes. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to look at that because I just feel like my life is in jeopardy right now. 
So let me say this real quick. When we talk about taxes, because this is another thing that I've, as since I do taxes, that people get excited about, and I need people to not get excited about this, is the tax refund itself. Sure. You, don't want, you don't want the tax refund. I promise you don't, because that means you have overpaid throughout the year. Whereas that money you could have been using throughout the year to pay off that credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Because the longer that you're waiting to pay, oh, I'll pay all my bills off at the end of the year, that interest that you pay every month keeps you in debt. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to get your money throughout the year, pay it, and be done with it. The word refund, Gwendolyn, alone. <laughs> Re means again, fund means money. It's your money that you're getting back again. I'm just saying, it's your money that you're getting again. Because you just, you just basically gave the government a free loan is what you Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just saying, don't don't come for me, all the tax people. I'm just saying, like, that's what you did. You that gave a, a free loan. Yep. So figure out how to minimize your tax. Minimize. Figure out how to minimize what's right for you. Learn how to increase your cash flow. Look at your expenses. Where do you need to reduce them? Mm-hmm. That is good, good stuff. Yep. So, Kimberly. Yes. Any last words you want to say to the people? One, I, again, appreciate being on this platform with you with such an amazing person. But those things, like I said, those four challenges are definitely something. I don't care what income level that you're at, you are being faced with that. And not having a plan to get out of it, you're going to keep having that same challenge. As for a home-based business, I'm going to do a shameless plug real quick. Some of these things you don't have to figure out on your own. We actually have a team of financial experts as a part of our business that help you with all four of those categories to make sure you have solutions to those. So if anybody is looking for that information, I will gladly share that, what it is that we do with our home-based business and MWR Financial and how to get on the right side of this. Because we got to say where we are. You can come out better than you went in financially during this pandemic, but you got to do something. Okay, I love that. So tell the people then, Kimberly, how they can connect with you. Um, you can reach me at 317-759-4105. Again, it is 317-759-4105. That's my, my phone number. You can text me. Matter of fact, use the keyword live and then I'll know how we end up connecting. And that way uh, we can have a, a really strong conversation because I know if you're connected to Gwendolyn, you're, you're the right person. <laughs> I love it. See, y'all, that goes back to community that we were talking about last month where having the right people around you. And I'm telling you, Kimberly, I have thrown SOSs to Kimberly like, ma'am. <laughs> I need to log into this little platform and figure out what the, these taxes, because they ain't right. That number ain't right. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you to go see anybody or call anybody who is not good people and who does not have your best interests at heart, especially when it comes to money, because, you know, money is a real soft subject for folks. You don't let everybody dig into your finances. So you want to reach out to Kimberly. She just told you how. So thank you, beautiful people, for joining us. If you enjoyed it, I know you did. And share with anybody that you know needs to utilize some of these tips and that they need to learn these strategies, share it with them. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at your admin expert and subscribe to the email list on my website at yourvirtualadminexpert.com for even more tools, tips, and strategies. Thank you so much. 
I love you guys. And I will see you next week for another session of Leading Behind the Scenes. Have a good night. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.